Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good afternoon, everyone. It's the one and only Feed the Gorilla Economist. We are back. We are back with a man of the hour who needs no introduction whatsoever. It's the one and only Harley Schlanger. You can find him at thelaroucheorganization.com, thelaroucheorganization.com, as well as the Schiller Institute.org, uh, Schiller Institute.com, the Schiller Institute.com, where you, there's great, great articles. Folks, go there, subscribe, get onto their email list. They're doing all sorts of uh, online. Uh, forums and discussions and meetings and conferences, you have to be a part of it. Look, there is a change coming to this world. There's a change at foot, and there is light at the end of this dark tunnel, but you just need to know what that light is. The Schiller Institute and the LaRouche Organization makes that possible. They will show you exactly what that light is and how to get there. So with that being said, Harley Schlanger, how are you, sir? D, I'm doing quite well. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, before we went live, we were talking about the uh, president of the free world, which is Vladimir Putin, and uh, he gave out some warnings, and nobody seems to be listening to what the uh, venerable leader has said, the guy who's really playing 3D chess versus these morons in D.C. who are just can't get out of their own way, Harley. Well, I'll tell you who's listening to him. British intelligence is listening to him, and they're quite hysterical about it. The Chinese are listening to him. The Indians are listening to him. And I do believe there are some people around Donald Trump who may be listening to him, maybe Trump himself. But the problem is that the military industrial complex, the Wall Street, uh, City of London, Silicon Valley complex, they've decided that they have to have a regime change in Russia because Russia is going to stand up against the Great Reset. Now, they also know that China will stand up against it. Now, they may not publicly denounce the Green New Deal and the Great Reset, but essentially at the Earth Day summit that Biden had, the Russians and the Chinese both said, well, okay, it sounds like a good idea. Uh, we have a different timetable. Now, the different timetable is never, because they're committed to developing their country. And they know, especially Putin knows, that the policies coming out of London are designed for deindustrialization. They've already had them. They had them in the 90s under Yeltsin with people uh, coming in like Browder, looting the country, coming in with bankers, buying up industry for a, a penny on the dollar, buying up the raw materials. And Putin had to come in and essentially restore a certain sense of dignity to the nation. And now what he's saying is don't push us around. We don't want a problem. We're willing to negotiate. But if you continue these games like a coup in Belarus, like the Ukraine 
operation that's being run around Zelensky, then there will be a response and it will be asymmetrical, swift and tough. That's what they should be listening to. Now, some of them are hearing it uh, and some of them are somewhat clear headed about it, but many others say, oh, he's just bluffing. Now, the real bluffers are the Anglo-Americans. Uh, if the Russians really wanted to invade Ukraine, the Ukrainian military would, would fold within days. At that I, point, I would say hours. but Probably, probably. I'm being a little generous. Very, very generous. Well, the hardcore, hardcore Nazis might have to stay and fight because they have nowhere else to go, unless they go to the United <laughs> States for asylum. Well, they'd, they'd have to follow their Jewish comedian president and try to escape into France. <laughs> well, the irony with Zelensky is that he was a target of the neo-Nazis, the, the Azov Battalion and the, the right sector. They were threatening to kill him because they said he was a traitor. And so he then adopted their slogans. And by the way, they just marched through Kiev two days ago with their Nazi insignias and with their chance of get all the non-Ukrainians out. Well, so, we, we, we had a U.S. colonel, Harley, the, the great venerated affirmative action hire, Brittany Stewart, who wore the Nazi death's head patch of the Azov Brigade right at the Russian border, saluting a martyred or killed uh, Azov mercenary fighter, Nazi, and she's wearing it, like it, like, and she's saying it's going to send a strong message. Right, kind of like the message that General Claire, uh, Colonel Claire Chenault wore during World War II where he, when he was flying with the Flying Tigers in Burma and in Asia against the Japanese. It sent a message too. And what happened? A month later, Pearl Harbor, the entire Pacific fleet went to the bottom. So these people are idiots, Harley. Idiots. Well, this is, this is an important bit of history that, that people don't know. But among the most brutal of the Nazi collaborators were the Ukrainians. Correct. And right now, oh, one, my God. Well, one of their granddaughters is the foreign minister of Canada. You know, they, they've, they've, got, they've spread out the Ukrainian diaspora, the, the Chalupa sisters who were involved in, in setting up Russiagate working with the Democratic National Committee. Uh, so, you know, th this is something that, that is clear and open. Uh, in fact, one of the people named as being involved in planning the coup in Belarus is Michael Carpenter. And I just profiled him a few weeks ago in, in my article in the Executive Intelligence Review. Carpenter is a longtime Biden aide. He was a deputy oh, yeah. defense secretary. He was in charge on the NSC under Obama for uh, Ukraine, Russia, and Belarus. He's the one who escorted Andrei Padobui, probably the leading neo-Nazi in the Ukrainian government. He escorted him through the Congress in 2018. And when someone raised the question, why are you with that Nazi? He said, oh, no, he's a great patriot. Now, Carpenter is today the director of the Biden Institute for diplomacy and global engagement. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. Yeah. There's a Biden Institute? <laughs> yeah, for diplomacy <laughs> and global engagement. You, you sure it's not the, the, the Biden Institute for, not instead of diplomacy, dementia? <laughs> oh, that my God. Be, who knows what it is. But in any case, uh, Carpenter was named by uh, uh, Bortnikov, the head of the FSB, as the individual who the two Belarusian operatives who were planning the coup 
claimed they were working with. So here you have the guy who worked with Biden in the coup in Ukraine now identified as being involved in Belarus. That's what Putin said is a red line. He said, don't cross these red lines because we're not going to allow it to happen. Now, the it's almost comical what's being done now as the next phase of the anti-Russian campaign. I just chronicled this in, in my latest article. One of the things is they're bringing up a, an explosion at an ammunition depot in uh, Czech Republic. Yep. An explosion at an ammunition depot in the Czech Republic. Yeah, back in 2014. 2014. Yep. And they're saying the two people who did it are the same ones who did the Skripal poisoning. <laughs> who do you think uncovered this? Of course, the Russian FSB. Well, no, the, the ones who uncovered the big scandal of the GRU doing the Skripal poisoning in the Czech. Oh, the, of course, British intel, the vaunted intel agencies of Bellingcat. MI6. Oh, Bellingcat, Bellingcat even better. <laughs> even lower on the totem pole. Bellingcat, who we who, who had here? Uh, Mensch, Luis Mensch, the crazy yeah. psycho? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's the other part of the story. The president of the Czech Republic, Zeman, said that the Czech secret services investigated this repeatedly and found no Russian involvement. None. So a leader in the Czech Senate is bringing impeachment proceedings against Zeman. Sound familiar, huh? Very, very. Now here's Try the, the true playbook. The, here's the one that, that really gave me a, a, a laugh. There was a story that came out from the Pentagon that soldiers who were sick, Marines who were sick in Syria, were targeted by, they think, were targeted by directed energy beams. Yeah. And they said their sickness occurred after a Russian helicopter passed overhead. Now, this then became a subject of a briefing to the Congress. Marco Rubio jumped up on his hind legs and said... He jumped up on his high heels. That's what he did. <laughs> It's more like it. And he said, uh, this is more examples of Russian aggression in the Middle East. And then Avril Haines in a Senate Foreign Relations Committee meeting said, we're looking into this very closely. Ooh. Well, they looked into it. And you know what they found? Food poisoning from spoiled food. Well, you know, that's what Exceptional Stand does. You know, we send our bravest and brightest to go front and fight in the front lines. And we like to give them uh low quality uh, equipment and uh, and and expired food so they can eat it and uh, you know be be battle ready that's part of battle readiness you know whatever doesn't kill you makes you stupider so that's the new policy in the US with 750 billion dollars in a defense budget you'd think they'd at least be able to get them clean rations nope they they sell them expired food at triple the price <laughs> it's unbelievable and then the, the the last part of this is for the first time ever the head of MI6 did a radio interview. This guy, I think his name is Richard Moore, former ambassador to Turkey, very close to Erdogan. And in his interview, he went nuts against Russia. He said, the Russians are in absolutely no doubt of where the UK stands on the issue of their threats. Ooh, the mouse that roared, Harley. Well, I, I, I'm sure Putin and his guys said, uh-oh, we'd better get out of here. The British are on to us. I mean, like the Chinese, I'm, I'm sure they're shaking in their boots as the uh, flotilla of British naval ships are now steaming into the South China Seas. 
you know, especially with their vaunted aircraft carrier, the HMS Queen Mary or whatever the Elizabeth or whatever. Um, well, yeah, the Queen Elizabeth. It's a wrinkled uh, battleship. It's a wrinkled battleship, and, 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 and it's a floating, sitting duck, you know, in the, the mouse that roared. Unreal. Now, what, what's interesting here is that you put all this together, and you see there is a reaction to what Putin said, but it's classical, impotent reaction, trying to create a mobilization in the American people around an enemy image. Now, I think a lot of the American people figured out during the whole Russia gate that Russia is not the enemy of the United States. The question then they have to they have to go further. Who is the enemy? Who's trying to get us into these new wars? And all you have to do is look at what Biden laid out in his address the other night. The solution is the Green New Deal. Yes. And all the media was practically having orgasms over the latest report <laughs> on the economy. Uh, and, I'm sure uh, Anderson Cooper and uh, Don Lemon had a had a moment. Well, I'm sure. And and what was the the thing that happened there? Right before Biden's speech, Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Chairman, said, "We're going to keep interest rates at basically zero percent through the end of 2022, and we're going to keep buying hundreds of billions of dollars of mortgage-backed securities, junk bonds." treasuries and everything else to keep the money flowing into the speculative economy. So the stock market jumps up again and everyone's saying, wow, Biden is magic. He's, he's the new transformational leader. He's the new FDR, the new LBJ. You know, it's a little bit more like the new Jimmy Carter or the new Barack Obama. But the media is continuing to push this line that there's nothing to worry about. The economy's good, the, the military's strong. Everything's going well. and Everything is awesome. Well, everything in, in the meantime, they're doing everything they can to try to destroy Russia and China because they know that Russia and China are moving in a different direction, right. away from the collapsing petrodollar system. And the Chinese are saying to the United States, look, there's room for you in this lifeboat. Join us. We can work together. And the, the U.S. is sitting there in a sinking boat saying, oh, no, no, we have very good accommodations here. Well, you know, it was recently uh, found out that this past month, the, uh, the Kremlin reached out to the Biden administration and said, hey, here's a deal. Let's do a total um, reset of relations here. Let's do a, a reset of relations. Let's, you know, let's get ourselves back on the right track. And the Biden administration and, and the genius minds in D.C., the genius minds, high, high intellectuals, Harley, they said no. Well, they're working on this uh, idea, which was Obama's, originally came up under Obama. It was also Richard Moore, the MI6 head, said the same thing on this Times radio interview. He said, Russia is a declining power economically and demographically. Now, look, Russia had a huge setback from 70 years of communism. I mean, they, they did have certain kinds of science and, and industrial capabilities, uh, but what, what they did have was destroyed during the Yeltsin years. So Putin's building it back. That's why they don't like Putin, because he understands that real wealth is not paper money. Real right. wealth is not created by a central bank that operates on behalf of private swindlers. Real wealth is people producing goods 
and more importantly, scientists developing the next generation of productive capabilities. And that's something we used to know. We used to specialize in that. That was the American system. And instead, the only innovations we have are, are new forms of financial speculation and new uh, social media networks to, to watch bad movies. <laughs> you leave Basically. the world in that. I mean, I, I heard some U.S. companies developing next-generation 5G-capable um, edible um, uh, rectal plugs, <laughs> butt plugs, basically. Yeah, that's uh, they're, doing, they're doing pretty well inventing fake fake meat. Exactly, we're, 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 leading, we're leading the world on fake meat. The amount of uh, of environmental destruction that is caused by trying to make this fake meat and electric cars. Uh, but yeah, we're doing a great job. We're doing a great job. That's exceptional stand for you. Everything is awesome in exceptional stand. Well, you can eat your fake meat while you're watching your fake news. Yeah, exactly. This is what this, this is what's most disconcerting. And the, when these morons are out there, and, and you got to think of this: this is a this this has to be a ploy. This has to be a slate of hand in order to inoculate the population from any sort of logic, reality, or any sort of understanding as to exactly how the world works. Case in point. Look at how these morons were out there on this green economy summit, right? This whole entire climate summit. And they were talking about, we need to build a green new deal rival to the Belt and Road Initiative. Let's just relabel the green new deal, Harley. Let's call it the green new steel, because that's exactly what it is. They are stealing and extracting whatever meat is left over in the bones. That's about it at this point. They don't have the capacity. They don't have the talent. They don't have the intellect. They don't have the wherewithal. They they cannot. It is impossible to build infrastructure to rival what you see in much of the multipolar world today here in the United States. It is impossible to do it. Why? Not because it is impossible to find the means or the people. It is impossible because what is what is reality and, and probable is politically impossible, and what's politically possible is not possible in reality. So we have a, a, a complete gridlock here, Harley. Only a nation of morons would allow such a stupidity to happen. It angers me at this point. Well, you know, the, the proper name for the Green New Deal should be the Green Genocidal Project. Yeah. The intent is drastic population reduction, disguised as protection from man-made climate change, which is a non-existent factor. Yep. And along with it is a move toward ending the, any, the, the presence of any sovereign nations on the planet, yep. subordinating every nation to a global central banker's dictatorship, at which point they will move to some kind of digital currency. Uh, but it won't be a digital currency which you can make some money with. It's a, it'll be a digital currency that will maybe keep you from starving, but not allow you to build anything worth anything. Yep. And we're, we're dealing with a maniacal crew that goes back to the, the H.G. Wells, Bertrand Russell, Aldous, and Julian Huxley. You know, Julian Huxley, who's an important guy for people to know, the brother of Aldous Huxley of the Brave New World and, and the, the one who brought uh, psychotropic drugs to uh, Hollywood. Uh, Julian Huxley in 1946 was on a rampage about the need for population reduction. But he said, because of the Nazis, we can't talk now about eugenics and culling the herd. We've got to come up with another term. So what term did they come up with? Environmentalism. 
And, and this goes back to the post-war period. This is when Bertrand Russell made his famous comment that war has been uh, not has not been has not worked too well at limiting population. We need a black plague every generation or so to keep the population under control. This is what you're dealing with with the British establishment, the British, yeah. the city of London, the the monarchy. Uh, you know, hopefully Prince Philip, who wanted to come back if he could be reincarnated, wanted to come back as a, a deadly virus. I think he was a deadly virus while he was alive. Well, he he's he's been reincarnated. Uh, I have word from the other side that he's been reincarnated as um, as a deadly virus that causes um, diarrhea in laboratory animals. That's what I've heard. Uh, or actually, no, I, no correction, Harley. He's been reincarnated as a sphincter uh, motor unit uh, in, in, in a monkey somewhere in Indonesia. That that's what what uh, Prince Philip is. But I digress. I mean, these people are psycho. They're crazy. You're dealing with people who are anti-human. And that's why when you look at things like what Blinken says, one one minute Blinken is saying, oh, we're we welcome a dialogue with you. But first, you have to behave better. You know, it, it's it's really kind of interesting to hear the lectures coming from the people who are responsible for the slaughter of Iraqi children. The slaughter of the Syrian children, the children of Yemen, the population of Libya, uh, the, the people who did that, lecturing Russia about human rights. You know, it, it's if people had the courage to speak out, they would be on their rooftop saying, where the hell did we get this so-called establishment? Let's get rid of them now. We had a chance to do it with the yep. Trump presidency, it didn't happen. And in, in my thinking on this, there, there are a lot of reasons why it happened. One of which is that for some reason, Donald Trump was reluctant to pull the plug. And it may have been that he was blackmailed, not by Putin, but by the intelligence establishment. You know, I, I was told that uh, the reason he didn't pardon Julian Assange is that Mitch McConnell said, if you do that, you're going to get, uh, we're going to convict you in the second impeachment trial. And then Mitch McConnell, an another uh, no talent hack. <laughs> Just, oh my God. You know, the funny thing is, George Orwell said it best, Harley. One of the things that Orwell said is when an empire collapses, right? And right at the zenith, right at the apex of its, uh, of its collapse, right when it's about to fall off the cliff, it will, it will, in its final decades, create for itself an own, its own plutocracy. And I'm paraphrasing here greatly. But it's going to create itself an, its own plutocracy. A, a, a gaggle of morons, okay, who are literally are so blind to the fact that their way of life is about to end. And these morons, their only drive is to keep the empire growing, going. Okay, their only drive is business as usual. Their only drive is nobody could touch us. Our, our power, our hegemony is forever. It's perpetual. And I, I think Louis the, fourth, Louis the Fourteenth had a more concise statement. He said, "Après nous, le déluge. After us, the flood. Once we're gone, what do we care what happens to the world?" Yeah, and that really is the mentality. Which is why people... And it's an anathema, Harley. Here's what people don't understand. It's a complete anathema to the founders of this country. The founders of this country, the founding fathers, they cared 
about what was happening in the world. They cared about the plight of humanity. That's why they wanted to create an open, modular economic system for which that any country in the world could free themselves from the shackles of tyranny, free themselves from the shackles of an empire, and join and be productive and prosperous, and all humanity moves forward. It's a humanist system. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. And, of course, it's why we can't have nice things. V, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. I, I was just going to say that, the again, you have a very clear statement of that in the preamble, that it's the purpose of government is the promote the general welfare for ourselves and our posterity. The idea is that we do live for the future. We, we are not merely consumers of, of goods and, and pleasures in the moment. Uh, and, and this is why, it, when you were saying in the beginning that Putin is the leader of the free world, he may be the, the leader of the Christian world as well right now, because his approach to politics is the commitment to a growing population with a future uh, orientation, as opposed to what we've been reduced to in the United States by the whole rock, sex, drug counterculture, to what's in it for me at this moment? What gives me the greatest pleasure now? Yeah. And that's how we get manipulated. Absolutely right. Absolutely correct. Harley, what else would you like to say as we're closing out the show? Well, I, I want to let people know that a week from tomorrow, the Schiller Institute is going to have another one of our international conferences. This one will be a one-day conference. We're going to have a number of speakers from around the world who will take up the question of what exactly is the threat we face of nuclear war and how can we get away from this? What, what is the coalition of forces that we can bring together that can ensure the durable survival of the human race? So that'll be starting at, I think, 9 a.m. on uh, Saturday uh, online. You can register for it. It's up on the screen right now at the theschillerinstitute.com. And uh, you know, the last conference we had was extraordinary. We had the, one of the top Russian diplomats at the United Nations. We had the uh, general consul from China, from New York City, was a, a speaker. We had people from the Syrian government, people from... Uh, political movement in Italy and France. Uh, you know, it was a quite extraordinary. We had William Happer, who had been Trump's national security advisor on climate change. So we're pulling together these kinds of conferences because we believe that if people get a chance to talk, even where there are disagreements on certain issues, but a chance to talk about what's the big picture and what can we do to change it. That's the way we're going to change this country, not whining or complaining or talking about how bad and powerful the oligarchy is. We know that. They've proven it. They're a degenerate, immoral bunch, as we've been discussing. So the good people have to step up and take responsibility. So that's what we'll be talking about at our conference a week from tomorrow. Excellent. Very well said. Folks, go over there, LaRoucheOrganization.com, Shillinginstitute.com. Join, be a part of not only the resistance here, but be a part of understanding what is what is really coming upon this world. Because the West is done, they're insolvent, they're bankrupt, they're meaningless, they're so weak, they're pathetic. So it's time for us, when this whole entire monstrosity comes to an end, when exceptional stand falls apart, it's up to us to rebuild America. And with that being said, Harley, thank you for joining us. And CJ, take it away.